0: Welcome to episode 235 of the Deeper Christian Podcast. This is the podcast to help you study God's Word, know Jesus intimately, and discover how you can build your life around Jesus Christ. I'm Nathan Johnson, and in today's episode, I want to have a discussion on the book, The Wisdom Pyramid. Let's dive in. If you listened to last week's episode, episode 234, I gave four warnings for this year, and I, I've just been so deeply burdened for the days in which we live. And coming off of that episode, I had a friend recommend the book, The Wisdom Pyramid by Brett McCracken. And so over the course of the last week, I have been listening to the audiobook version of The Wisdom Pyramid and I've been deeply blessed. Now, it's not that he gives any new information, but I wanted to give a overview or maybe a book review of this particular book because I think it fits really well with the episode from last week. And while the whole book is kind of a, well, yeah, (laughs) kind of a book, it was a deep blessing hearing someone articulate a very similar passion that I've had in terms of where Are we putting our focus, especially in the days in which we live? He's really pushing back on this whole idea of social media and all the information overwhelm, if I can use that terminology, that we currently live in. Well, in the book, Brett McCracken talks about the problem of the days in which we live and then gives some solutions of how should we be building our life around this concept of wisdom, not just information or knowledge. In the first couple of chapters, he outlines the three main problems that he sees in our information culture. And he calls those information gluttony, perpetual novelty, and the look within autonomy. Now, I'm not going to dive into those because I actually think it is worth the read of the book. But as he is surveying the current state of culture, even in the church, one of the things I was just impressed with is just his articulation of of the fact that we are so information driven and we are so just on this constant need to refresh and and have the likes in our social media thing that we're actually not able to think or have wisdom. Rather, we are just being pushed around with facts and data. And I just wanna read a quote from this particular section of the book because in terms of this information age or this information overload in which we're experiencing, it is overwhelmingly crazy. And I think his statistics really prove that point. He, he says this at the beginning of chapter one, in terms of this idea of information gluttony, he says the exponential explosion of information in this information age is mind boggling. Consider a sampling of the numbers in 2019, a single minute on the internet saw the transmission of 188 million emails, 18.1 million texts and 4.5 million videos viewed on YouTube. So pause re- really quick. Did you hear that? That every single minute in 2019, so every minute on the internet, there was over 188 million emails, 18 million texts, and 4.5 million videos viewed on YouTube. Every single minute. That is mind- I mean that's mind-numbing. I mean that's so crazy. But then he goes on and he says this by twenty twenty there were forty times more bytes of data on the internet than there were stars in the observable universe. Some estimates suggest that by 2025, so from this recording, maybe three years from now, that four hundred and sixty-three exabytes of data will be created each day online, or the equivalent of of 212 million DVDs per day. And then he says, well, what is an exabyte? Well, consider this, five exabytes is equivalent to all the words ever spoken by humans since the dawn of time. In 2025, that amount of data will be created every 15 minutes. I don't know about you, but just hearing those numbers is Well, I don't even know what to do with them. (laughs) We live in a day and age where everything is so accessible and it's all sitting in our pockets on our phones that there is so much details and so much information that it is rather insane. So the problem we have is not having information. The problem actually is we have too many sources. We have way too much information. So what are we, especially as Christians, supposed to do in light of this information, gluttony, this, as he would say, perpetual novelty where we're always wanting something new or this look within autonomy where I'm turning within myself to say, okay, what do I want? What do I like? And I'll only listen to the things that make me feel good. Well, I really appreciate what Brett McCracken does in his book that in the second section of his book, he outlines our sources of wisdom. And he talks about it in the sense of a pyramid. So imagine a pyramid. At the bottom, you have the largest section. And at the top, you have the smallest. And he relates this to the old food pyramid. I don't know about you, but growing up, uh, I grew up with that food pyramid that I'd learn at public school. (laughs) And so they said, okay, you need to eat this many grains and this many fruits and vegetables and this much meat. And, And eventually, you know, you had all the fat and sugar at the top, which were, you know, you can have, but probably not very much of which, of course, none of us really listen to. (laughs) But he describes this idea of wisdom like a pyramid. And he says our primary source of wisdom needs to be scripture, that it is the very source of wisdom itself, that God has revealed something to us, and it should be the primary place that we go to for our information, for our wisdom, for our knowledge. Now, one of the things he addresses in the book is the fact that Well, because of the onslaught of technology and the fact that we are so distracted and and just kind of numbed by all this information that's coming into us, we actually no longer know how to focus or to be able to sit and just think. I don't know how many times you just sit down with a classic book and you find yourself reading a page or two and then you're going, okay, hold on. What did I just read? And you have to go back and you have to rethink this through. Well, part of that is because our culture has trained us to have a short attention span. When when you look at how short commercials are, or if you open up Instagram or Facebook or Twitter, there's this constant drip of of the feed of where every couple of seconds, there's just new information coming to us. You can even see this in in the movies where as you're watching a movie, they've been noticing that if you don't switch the camera angle every couple of seconds, well, you're eventually going to bore the people who are watching. So so there's this constant influx of new and improved and changing of angles and colors and, and all that stuff is being just dumped and bombarding our minds. So it is getting harder and harder just to sit, to be able to process and to think. But here's the question. What if the word of God actually was the primary source of our information, the primary source of our wisdom? Now, that's going to demand that we spend time in the word. If you look at your time on social media, whether it be Facebook or Instagram or pick your platform, does the amount of time that you spend engaging in the social media, well, is it even close to the time you spend in the word? And in truth, if you're like most people, you have to say, well, I actually spend far more time watching television, entertainment and spending time in social media than I do in God's word. And yet we as Christians are proclaiming, yes, the word of God is preeminent. The the word of God is first in the source of wisdom in my life. And yet so few of us actually spend time in it. Now, again, we all know this, but are we actually putting this into practice? And again, that's one of the reasons I've enjoyed Brett McCracken's book, The Wisdom Pyramid, is because he's not just talking theoretical. He's saying, all right, what if we actually did this? Our culture has a serious problem. We are constantly going to the social media. We're constantly going to entertainment, but we're not actually going to the very source of wisdom itself, which is God and his word. Well, let me just explain the rest of the book for you just so you have an overview of the book. In terms of his pyramid, the Bible scripture is at the very base. That should be our primary means of wisdom. The next layer up is the church. And when you look at church history and you look at this idea of the the community of believers, that should be actually a place where we're gaining wisdom. That as I come into fellowship with fellow believers and I'm, I'm exhorting and I'm encouraging you and you're encouraging and exhorting me, well, that should be actually a place or a source of truth and wisdom. That as I'm listening to messages, as I go and listen or a read about Christian history that should be informing how I think the next layer up above that is, is nature. And I really, I am, I really appreciated that chapter and I'm trying to figure out a way to describe it. Well, uh, I, I live in one of the most beautiful areas of the country. I love the Rocky mountains, you know, my backyard. However, I don't actually spend a lot of time sadly <laughs> out in nature and I want to, and I was so convicted listening to this chapter of how important getting out of just the city life is and just spending time in God's nature how it is a reflection and actually gives us time to think now it's winter which means I'm probably <laughs> probably not going to do it for a couple of months because I really do not like being outside in the freezing weather but it was such a deep blessing and a, and a conviction to my own heart of saying, okay, Nathan, we need to be more purposeful about going on walks and going up into the mountains and enjoying the beauty that God has created. I love it when I'm up there. It's just for some reason, hard for me to get up there. (laughs) The next layer on the wisdom pyramid is what Brett calls books and books have a place in our wisdom and our understanding. I love to read. But again, reading books should not take the place or should not be the substitute for my time in the word. Above books is the category of what he calls beauty, which would include things like uh, music and art and movies and those, those things that can actually inspire us. I don't know if you've ever listened to a great album, but there's, there's an inspiration that happens in music. There's, there's an articulation of truth, even in a grand symphony. And so that is one of the layers. And then at the very tippity top of the wisdom pyramid, he puts the internet and social media. Again, that should be the last place we're looking for wisdom. Well, with all that, you might be asking yourself, okay, so what? (laughs) Well, after last week's episode, I was just personally pressed by, I don't want to just give a good lip service to Christianity. I want to live the life. I don't want to just get so lost up in the next thing, the next novel thing, the next information dumped. I don't want to be wrapped up in just knowing more about Jesus. I actually want to know Jesus. And if you like that concept, I, I would encourage you to read or listen to the audiobook of Brett McCracken's book, The Wisdom Pyramid. And if you're interested, there's a link for the Amazon version uh, in the show notes. And by the way, if you click that link and you buy it through that link, it actually helps Deeper Christian. Uh, Amazon will actually give an affiliate commission. Uh, it's small, <laughs> but but they give it a little kickback to Deeper Christian. So it's a neat way with no added cost to you to support what we're doing here on the podcast and other work uh, with the Deeper Christian ministry as a whole. But if that concept interests you, I actually think while Brett is talking about things that we intuitively already know, the way he articulates it, has actually been a neat blessing in my life. And I'm excited to go back and re-listen to the book probably this next week. As I mentioned in the last episode, there's something about reading a book over more than once. In other words, not just reading it and going, okay, check that off, next book, let's go. But rather say, okay, I want to actually wrestle with this truth and this concept again so that I actually begin to apply it into my life, not just esteem it. And so, again, if you're interested in diving more into that concept of where do we get our information, where do we go for wisdom, well, then I'd highly encourage you to read The Wisdom Pyramid, Feeding Your Soul in a Post-Truth World by Brett McCracken. Now, as an extension of all that, in the next episode, I actually want to play a sermon that I just preached this past Sunday. I was asked to preach at a local church here, and there was just such an overwhelming burden for the preeminence of Christ amidst this world of distraction in which we live. And I think it's just kind of a neat outflow of these the last episode and this episode of saying, okay, what does it mean to actually make Jesus the priority and the focus of my life? And so be prepared for next week as we listen to a sermon I recently gave. Well, as always, thank you for listening to the Deeper Christian Podcast. For show notes of this episode, including a link to this book, The Wisdom Pyramid, please visit deeperchristian.com forward slash 235 for episode 235. And until next time, again, know I am cheering you on and praying for you as you build your life around the one who is our wisdom itself, Jesus Christ.